Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 11, episodes 40 and 41, Smash Into You. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi YouTube summary? Sure. I would like to preface this with I am a little bit sick, so I sound crazy. All right, here we go. Dave gets involved in Mock UN in an attempt to get back together with Allie, but Jacinta resurfaces. For the Fucking record, Jacinta. there is no reference to who Jacinta is in this thing. So. Well, you, why don't you remember the name of the girl he hooked up with like seven episodes ago, Kelsey? Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he say her name? <laughs> I truly do not know. Because <laughs> they're just without context. Jacinta. Anyway, Adam gets a note from a secret admirer. When Katie's hospital stay requires that she drop out of the Mock UN event, Marisol gets teamed up with Mo. And that's it. <laughs> yep, that is it. Um, the episode is called Smash Into You, which I guess is a Beyonce song from 2008. Don't remember this song, but sure. And <laughs> it's pretty literal. It's pretty literal. It pretty literally ties into what happens in the climax of this episode. This episode is bananas. This episode is this ep. The, you know what? This episode. I know the next episode is called Hollaback Girl, but maybe this one also should have been called Hollaback Girl because this shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. Yep, I hear yep. that song whenever I spell that word. <laughs> um. Gwen Stefani teaching us all how to spell bananas in the eighth grade. <laughs> oh gosh. And Fergie, Fergie teaching us how to spell glamorous. It's true. And teaching us how to misspell tasty. <laughs> <laughs> There's not an E in tasty, people. No. Um, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. The song. The, the song works. Like, if you just focus on the smash part. Um, smash. But the episode starts. With, with can I just say <laughs> with the summer of '69 sing along? Yeah, that's what I'm like. How did they get the rights to this song? I'm like, I wrote guess Brian Adams isn't too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> also, fun fact: I had two work, two coworkers who went to a Ryan Adams concert, and people kept joking and saying, like, shouting out "Summer of '69" as a request, and apparently that doesn't make ryan adams very happy it's <laughs> hilarious also who goes to a ryan adams concert i'll tell you who after we record this. i bet you i can guess <laughs> <laughs> fucking ryan adams um anyway yeah summer of 69 sing-along with adam dave and drew yeah and drew and also dave is texting and driving which i thought was like an omen but it is a red herring I feel like it's an omen. I feel like it's something that's going to come back, though. It does come back, but it's definitely a red herring. Because I was like, oh, Dave's going to get in an accident at some point in this episode because of his texting and driving. Surprise, that is not what happens. I mean, he almost runs over Allie in this scene, though. That is true. While he's talking about how he's like, eh, I want to get back together with her. Where? Also, nah, he, why doesn't she forgive me yet? And I'm like, dude, you fucking cheated on her. Yeah, but then he pulls the Ross Geller, we were on a break. And I'm like, whatever. Ugh. It didn't work for us. It's not going to work for you. No. Uh, and then also, we're... Team Rachel forever. Come Seriously. On. You want... 
even if you were on a break, you were on a break for like seven seconds and it doesn't mean that what you did wasn't fucking messed up. Yeah. Gross. You fucking Ross. With the, with the copy girl. <laughs> uh, with the belly button ring. Yeah. Um, anyway, then we're in the hospital because we're with Katie because I forgot she needed surgery on her knee. Yep. But I like her braids. We can get into fashion police, I guess. Sure. I have almost nothing. Uh, Allie's hair looks amazing. I just wrote Allie is gorgeous. Yep. Did uh, Dave get taller? Yeah. I told you, Dave hit puberty. Okay. His voice is different. He's a little taller. Claire's hair looks really good, too. I honestly don't even remember Claire in this episode. <laughs> she was in it for like, she was in it because she was with, Ad, for, with Adam's subplot. Was she? Oh, right. <laughs> honestly, I've, I watched this like... I've been sick and I took some cold medicine and watched it on Thursday <laughs> and it's it's a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um. Dave calls Allie's uh style strip mall style, yep. which is accurate. Yeah. Um. Jenna wears a gross frilly vest because we know she loves a vest. God, she really does. A I really like bad vest. Allie's jean jacket at one point. Can I just say for the record that Jenna dresses like. Coachella? No, she dresses like New Mexico. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She dresses like... She's a, she dresses like Texas. I would argue she dresses like turquoise, hippie New Mexico. I don't... I mean, maybe. I mean, she's not enough cowboy hat to be Texas. She dresses like Arizona. I feel like New Mexico is a little too crunchy granola for Jenna, because mm. Jenna still is very much like done up and like frilly has frills she wore a frilly vest today is she phoenix i think she dresses like phoenix okay she dresses like phoenix but she weekends in new mexico which <laughs> just is, to get her turquoise which is the saddest sentence i've ever said <laughs> anyway sorry. also apologies to anyone who lives in either arizona or new mexico i have family in uh nevada and arizona so i i've got no family in new mexico sorry there's no excuse. i have some family ah well, my stepdad grew up in New Mexico. I don't know. All right. Anyway, we're getting off track. Dave uh, is wearing a puffy coat. Claire's dove blazer is back. I forgot about that. Marisol is wearing feather earrings, which I, was definitely a thing. <laughs> but I feel like it was earlier than this, the feather earrings. I thought that was like 2009, 2008. I don't know. Because I definitely had feather earrings I in like 2008. never had feather earrings. Remember feather like hair extension yes. things? Yes. I definitely had one of those in college. That I put in myself with like pliers because you just like clip like a metal thing to your hair. Yeah. I feel like that was Kesha's fault. I got, oh, it was totally Kesha's fault. Um, I like Allie's black coat at Model UN. Yeah, I was going to say her UN outfit yeah. in looks great. And that's all I have. Tristan's incognito sunglasses are fun. <laughs> They're a fun look. He's great. Literally trying to duck out from the paparazzi. Um, but we're at the hospital with Katie and Marisol, and Marisol's being all weird about boyfriends or something. I don't know. She's, Marisol and Katie. I think she's just like lonely and she's sad that Katie's not going to be in school for a little while. Yeah, so Marisol does not have a lot of friends outside of Katie. Yeah, and they're doing Model UN, but Katie can't be her partner anymore. Oh, and they're going to be USA for Model UN. Also, surprise that Marisol does Model UN. I think Marisol just does what Katie does. True. 
Um, but yeah, Katie, but Katie can't do it. And she's like, maybe you'll get partnered with a cute boy. And she's like, okay, let's try to make that happen. Um, but yeah, Degrassi is hosting the Provincial Model UN Conference. And fucking Dave tries to get in on it after having a spaz entrance to the classroom. And Allie calls him out in front of everyone. Yeah. It's really ballsy. She's like, Dave has ulterior motives. Yeah. And then... But Perino lets like, anyway. well, the more the merrier. Even though I thought there was a waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, we later find out. Because, like, how did Dave get to, like, weasel his way in without being put on the waiting list? But Mo was on the waiting list. And once Katie dropped out, he was then allowed to join it. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense at all. Um, but then after they're, like, meeting, Dave is like, why won't you go out with me? Please, please, give me another chance. Give me another chance. Come on, come on, come on. And I was like, no, no, no. And I'm like, leave her the fuck alone, Dave. She doesn't want to hang out with you. Seriously, take a fucking hint. It's more than a hint. Just be like, oh, Just, okay, respect your wishes. Goodbye. Exactly. Goodbye. Um, it does not send a good message that this, this pestering eventually works. Yeah. Um. That's not how that works at all. No. And then we're with Claire and Adam, and Adam, like, wrote, like, a short story, I think, yeah, about... Yeah, he wrote a story about getting shot. It's yeah. very emotional. It's bad that I forgot that he got shot. I also <laughs> forgot that he got shot, to the point where, you know the spooky one that I loved that you hated? And yeah. And so Adam was like, oh, I can't go to the cabin because I have physical therapy. Un- until he talked about this story, it didn't occur to me that that's what the that's physical because, therapy was for. Oh, I totally... They did not handle this shooting very well. No. Oh, my God. There was no nuance. No. There's no P- Adam doesn't have PTSD. What's going on? Mm-mm. But he got a note from a secret admirer, and then he goes to, like, rip it up because he's like, it has to be a prank. Like, nobody likes me, but just sad. It is sad. But also, like, I feel like anyone with low self-esteem has had that thought. When oh, someone yeah. Is like, I like you. You're like, well, what? no. <laughs> this is a prank. Bye. Like, hmm, I don't believe you. What are you talking about? I believe until, like, 10th grade, if anyone was like, I like you, I would be mean in response <laughs> because I was like, this is a prank. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get that, too. <laughs> Um, and then, and Betty is also like, I don't really want to date right now anyway until I get, like, my business sorted out. So, I don't know. Um. And also, he's all about skating. Apparently. Randomly. Sure. Um, and then we're in some other class, I guess Perino's class, and Marisol is like, oh, Mr. Perino, Katie dropped out. Um, I need a new partner. I was thinking that boy over there, who we've never seen before. But we'll never see again. But he's like, oh, no, there's a waiting list. You're going to be with Mo. And it's like, okay. And they're both like, great. <laughs> yeah. And then we're with Adam, who's going to go try out skateboarding. And Tori is stalking him. And it's clear like, she... I have a survey. Yeah. Like, what kind of person do you... Like, what do you look for when you're dating? And Are you single? Yeah. And she's, she says something like, what if it was meant to be like Chuck and Blair? Because I think Adam's like, I'm not dating. And she's like, what if it's meant to be like Chuck, Chuck and Blair? And Which now has different connotations now that we know some stuff about Ed Westwick. Yeah. But then and also Chuck, and Blair, Chuck also Chuck not that great. No, Chuck was also terrible, but still Chuck and Blair OTP. I'm sorry, yeah. they're my problematic fave. I can't, yes. I can't help. A hundred percent. 
Um, but then it's like, all right, well, obviously one of her friends likes Adam. It's either Tristan or Maya. Who will it be? I figured it was Tristan. Yeah, from that's the get-go. what I figured. I as was well. like, cool, Tristan. Okay, Adam's not going to be on board. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see that Dave has like set up the whole gym for Model UN to impress Allie, and I'm like, bro, stop. <laughs> and and one of the I can't remember which one. They're talking about how, like, great they were together. And I think it was Dave was like, when we were unstoppable. Right. And I was like, lol, when was that? <laughs> you were together for 45 minutes and, and it was always like, bad. Can't you tell me that you ever, like, made such a big mistake and you, like, would want that person to forgive you or something? I don't know. And she's like, we should talk. And then it cuts them making out in a car, which is disgusting. Very uncomfortable. And this is when he says she has cute strip mall style. And Which then honestly is super accurate. And then he gets a text message, like a photo text message that says, have you forgotten about us? And then I was just like, who sends like a TBT photo to a guy that you used to date and be like, what about us? Literally no one. Like, and in, she sends like, another in my, one in my like saddest, loneliest, drunkest moments would never. And I used to be like queen of the drunk text. Like it was a problem. I but you wouldn't like send taken. a photo like remember. No, absolutely not. And this is coming from a person who until like a few years ago would have to get her phone taken from her if she'd been drinking because it's like you are going to text literally any ex-boyfriend. Doesn't matter what decade. It's going to be a problem. You will text until you get a response. Take that phone away from you. I've gotten better, guys. Um, I've been the friend taking the phone away from the drunk texter. That's my, that's always my role. I think you've (laughs) taken my phone from me, probably. Probably. I I know that Michelle and Sam did when I was in Austin. That's a whole different story. Ooh, okay. I probably have. You probably have. I probably have. have. (laughs) I don't do that anymore because I'm 26 and it's not a cute look, but... (laughs) Um, and then in those moments, never sent a picture of us together being like, remember when? And then she sends another one, another photo that says, you can't hide from me forever. Call me. And I'm like, does this work? What is happening? I, I mean, know. obviously not, but. It's, it's like, honestly, kind of scary. And also, then, I couldn't read her name because cold medicine. And I thought it said Jessica. And I was like, who's Jessica? <laughs> and then I just wrote, get it together, Jacinta. Jacinta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god, the other day I almost quoted Get It Together, Trish, and I was like, no, nobody would get it. No one's gonna understand. Because <laughs> someone was about. like, get it together. I was like, yeah, get it together. And then I almost said Trish, and I was like, no. I that liter- is from that is from our podcast. I literally do it all the time. People are like, just people just roll right over it. They don't even notice half the time. They don't ever go, oh, what's that from? <laughs> no, not really. But it's fun if I do it in front of someone who I know listens to our podcast. Like if I'm with Chelsea, shout well, out Chelsea. Well, that would make more sense. If somebody knows, yeah, yeah why not? Because then it's real fun. But if I'm at work and I'm like, get it together, Trish, and someone's like, oh, what's wait, what's that from? I'd be like, my own podcast. That is a quote from me and Kelsey. <laughs> that is a quote from one of us. Can't remember I'm which quoting one myself. It. Either way, it's great. Um... Anyway, anyway, get it together. Then Jacinta. we're with Dave and Drew, and Dave is like, Jacinta's texting me. And he's like, I gotta get rid of her. Yeah. And Drew is like, Are you gonna assassinate her? 
It's a whole thing. I don't know. And he's like, I can't have her messing things up with me and Allie again. Blah. And I'm like, excuse you, Dave. You're the one who messed shit up with you and Allie. You're the one who cheated on her with Jacinta. This is not Jacinta's fault. Fucking take responsibility for your actions. Yeah, but isn't that just like a dude to be like, she broke us up, not like my shitty it's actions broke us up? Yeah, I mean, it's classic dude, classic Dave for sure. Classic and Dave. And then he's like, I'm just going to block her on all social media. Which is like, fine, whatever. Which she's only contacting him via phone, but he's not going to block her phone number. I don't, I don't fucking know. And then we're with Jenna and Allie and Allie's like, we made out, but like, I don't know if I trust him. And I'm like, we didn't really talk. Yeah. It's like, maybe you shouldn't be kissing him then. But whatever. Conversation first. Just spitballing here. And then we're with Dave and Drew, and they're being gross. And Dave's like deleting all these photos that Jacinta sent him in his email. And Drew's like, No, are you sure you want to delete them? Oh my God. And he's being all gross about the photos. And I hated it a lot. She like totally did that thing where she like doesn't want to like commit to real nudes but she's sending like kind of sexy one strap is pulled down i mean she's in high school so yeah (laughs) my high school was a different place i mean i'm sure that does happen in high school i know that happens in high school we've explored it on this show before but i feel like it's maybe more of a middle school move but whatever it's a real bummer to watch though Um, but anyway, they, she deletes the photos and then she immediately calls him and Drew's like, you're not going to answer it. She could be pregnant, bro. And then he answers the phone and she's, and then Dave is like, are you pregnant? Do you have an STI? No. Okay. Then leave me alone forever. Bye. And it's really mean. And Drew's like, whoa, Jesus Christ, dude. Way harsh tie. Seriously. And then we're at Model UN and we're talking about there's like a famine i guess that they have to help solve and they're spitballing ideas and mo like says something i don't remember and marisol wants to put on like a benefit concert and mo goes off on a tirade and is like judging from your high western horse but her idea is actually like fleshed out and like, could maybe work? I don't know. And then he puts gum in her hair because he's mad at her for, like, showing him up at Model UN. Like, she isn't dumb. She's just shallow. <laughs> but her shallow idea at least has some, like, thought behind it. Yeah. Um. But then we're with Adam and Claire. And Adam got another note and then is, like, staking out his locker to try to see Tori or try to catch Tori in the act. And then he confronts her and she's like, okay, I'm not the one leaving notes. I obviously have a boyfriend, but my friend really likes you. Like, please let's like, let's go on a double date. And Adam's like, I don't want to go out with a ninth grader. And she's like, we're really mature for our age. And I was like, sure you are. Also Adam, when he spots Tori and is talking to Claire and Claire's like, Ooh, she's really pretty. He's like, I think she's in a relationship with a zig. <laughs> and then Which I'm like, the correct way to and I'm like, zig. all right, it's going to be Tristan and it's going to be awkward. Also, I love how she's like, I have a boyfriend, obviously. Yeah, I know. Um, like, God bless me with the confidence of Tori. But then we're back at, we're at middle, Little Mistakes with Allie and Dave. And Allie made a list of boyfriend rules um, because, hey, guess what? She doesn't trust Dave anymore. And then also, can we talk about how Little Mistakes has cowhide, uh, like cowhide um, placemats? Because it's hilarious. Don't they have cow 
print like skirts and uniforms and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, actually it's like, like hide. It's like cut out. Gotcha. It looks like skin. <laughs> it's weird. Um, and then he's like, "Whatever you want," and then Allie is like, kind of lists her dating history and is like. Yeah, so sue me if I have trust issues. Because she really has the worst luck with dudes. Very valid trust issues. Um, And then he's like, it's okay, I'll do whatever you want. And like pulls out a single rose and then a mariachi band comes and like they start dancing and little mistakes and it's so cheesy and ridiculous. And then, oh, he says, I got one rule for you. Dance with me. And it's ridiculously cheesy. <laughs> so cheesy. I just write... Oh, God, the music and the rose, Jesus. And then we're with Katie. And Marisol's feather earrings. And Drew and Marisol. And Drew's like, ooh, Mo likes you. And he's, like, teasing her. And he's like, you and Mo are going to kiss on the lips. Which made me laugh for some reason. <laughs> also, Katie is talking about how painful the recovery is. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this, is, this isn't heavy-handed at all, guys. And then... <laughs> And, then, and Marisol's fat shaming the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. It's Marisol like, oh, you don't. Sucks. Yeah, I just wrote, you, Marisol is so shallow. And then Drew is like, you need to get over yourself and get into the moment. <laughs> Honestly, love Drew this whole episode. I know. Except for when he's gross. But I know. For the most part, Drew's a goddamn delight. I know. And then we're at Model. Then, like, Model UN, UN is, like, officially starting. And then we see that Jacinta is here. And. And I'm like, did she join? Was she already doing Model UN? And that's why she was trying to call him to let him know that she was coming. Or did she just join it because she knew she would be at Degrassi? I don't know if that question is ever answered, but it seems like she's stalking him and it's a little creepy. Um, but then, like, he's, like, talking to her and then she goes in and Allie's like, who was that? Do you know her? And Dave is like uh uh and Allie's like oh wait she had a name tag don't worry I trust you and I'm like Jesus Christ Dave you need to tell her the truth seriously and then we're in the gym and they're doing like icebreakers and Jacinta like immediately blows up his spot after the icebreakers and is like oh you didn't tell her about me weird haha <laughs> and then Dave is like she's loca which is a weird word choice Dave is just full of weird words, honestly. But yeah, Jacinta basically comes over and is like, guess what? We hooked up. Um, You didn't tell you. I guess this is why you haven't been texting me. You have a girlfriend. And I'm like, honestly, thank God that this happened, like, at the beginning of part two. Because I did not need to, like, sit around for Dave to, like, lie about this for the whole episode. Yeah, I just, I mean, at least that. That's a good point. I was just, I was like, oh no, are they going to drag this out forever? But no, it was kind of ripping off a band-aid. And Allie took it a lot better than I expected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had other focus, but <laughs> still. Uh, but then we're with Adam and Claire, and Claire's trying to like help him out with what to wear for his date. And she keeps like pushing denim on him, and he's like, why? Um, and... It's like, Adam, enjoy being pursued, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He's, like, nervous, and he thinks it's going to be weird and dumb. And Yeah, because dates are almost always weird and dumb. Get used to it. Yeah, especially if it's, like, a blind date, which is kind of what all dating is now. Like, if you're on a dating app, it's yeah. so awkward. Yeah. Um, but then... I love, like, 
any like older i say old like the 90s but like older tv show where they're like oh my god a blind date i'm like that's literally all dates. that's like now. all dates <laughs> all dates currently nobody has meet cutes also can we talk about how Meghan markle was set up with prince harry on a blind fucking date by a mutual friend fuck i have no friends that good <laughs> i don't think i've ever i've only ever been set up by a friend one time and I was led to believe that this friend knew the person who she was setting me up with. And it originally was someone that she knew. But then that guy, I guess, started dating someone. And she's like, well, here's this guy. And I didn't know that until like after the date. And it was an awkward date. And I was like, it was weird. I don't know. And she's like, yeah, I didn't really know him very well either. And it like came out and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Honestly, that sounds like a sitcom plot. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever... That's the only time that I've ever been, like, set up. It was, like, right when I moved to New York, too. <laughs> Otherwise... I've ever been set up. Th- that's the only time. My dad once tried to set me up with this guy's son. This guy, like, owned a restaurant that we went to. And he was like, oh, we should, like, set our kids up. But he was saying that in front of my boyfriend at the time because he really didn't like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the restaurant guy was like, yeah, totally. They would be great together. And my boyfriend at the time was like, hello. <laughs> Still standing here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My I've had fun. my mom be like, oh, like, I have a friend he, who has this son. Like, oh, my God. Like, you guys should totally get married. La, la, la. But it's never, like, actually. It's always more of a joke or like, more of, like, talk. <laughs> I feel like both of our moms know better than to try to set us up on things. Yeah, maybe. My yeah, sure. Right. When I was home, I was home last weekend for my brother's graduation, and we were at a graduation party. So I was like hanging out with all my mom's friends and stuff, and all of Gray had all of his college friends there, and like we were sitting with one of his friends, and then he walked away, and then one of my mom's friends was like, "That guy was so cute," and, and they were like talking about how nice he was, and she was like, "I think like he would be a good one for Holland," and I'm like. How old is he? He's 20. Hello? Do you remember how old I am? Yeah. Like, I can't get... He's a rising senior. I can't date a rising senior. Oh, my God. Excuse how me. how funny would that be if you did? <laughs> I would date a rising senior who lived in L.A. and went to USC, and I think he's in a frat. <laughs> totally. He sounds very on brand for you, honestly. Also, I feel like if you dated that guy, it wouldn't be like the nerdy kid being like, my girlfriend lives in Canada. <laughs> She lives in New York City, I promise. She's older and more experienced. Exactly. He would be that guy. Ew. She lives in Brooklyn, I swear. This is a picture of her. Oh, my God. I was like, "Mm, maybe think like my younger stepsister. Set him up with her. Yeah, there you go. That's more appropriate. She lives in San Diego. That'll work better. Um, anyway, blind date. He's not wearing denim. Anyway, we're back at Model UN. We're at school, and Dave is, like, coming clean to Allie. Like, yeah, that's the girl from summer camp or whatever. And Allie does take it well, but she's also, like, I have too many things to worry about right now. I can't talk to you. And then... Mo admits to the gum. Yeah. And Marisol's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) He doesn't really care. And now she's concerned... And now, and then she goes over the drew and is like, it's worse than I thought. He's totally in love with me. How and, do I kill this crush? And then Drew's like, just be yourself. Which made me laugh <laughs> because Drew 
except for that one part is a gem this yeah. whole goddamn episode um and then we're with just Jacinta and I was like Jacinta's kind of bananas though I don't remember what happens but she's like with Dave and, and Dave apologizes to her yeah and then he's like, let's get out of here. And this, and I wasn't sure if he was scheming or not. So I just wrote in all caps, what is Dave a sociopath? <laughs> no, I had a feeling that he was like trying to like lead her away. Um, but then we're with Mo and Marisol. And Mo's like, guess what? I wrote a song. He wrote a We Are, we the, are world. the World knockoff song pretty with much. a rap interlude. And, and they're vibing pretty hard, actually. And they have lyrics like, the world is why you can make a change. The world is why you can save the world with love or something like that. The lyrics are not good. No. But he also, like, he does this funny bit where he clearly only wrote, like, a few of the lyrics. <laughs> and then he's just describing what the lyrics should be about as he's going. And he's like, right. here is a bridge. Thing. And it's here's funny. where we have the baritone guy, and then the pop song girl thing. Yeah, and it's good. Like, he, Mo, when he's not being a dick, is funny. Yeah, and Marisol's into it. Yeah, she's vibing. But then we're and at she, the. She, is this when she raps? Does she? Rap yeah, she here? raps. This is when she raps. It's bad. It's not good. Um, but then we're at the dot for the date, and in walks Tori, Zig, and Tristan, and it's like, oh hey. And then, and then Adam's like, all right, great. So where's my date? And then Tori's like, oh, you're so funny. And then it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, and then it's like, oh, no, I'm not gay. And then Tristan's like, oh, God. Pretty much. <laughs> and she's like, I saw the LGBT pin on your backpack. And he's like, yeah, I'm the T part. And then Tristan, like, runs away. And then Zig is like, so uh, what does the T part stand for? <laughs> And I'm like, of course, Zig doesn't know what the T part stands for. Uh, but I feel really bad for Tristan because <laughs> it's not his fault that Tori made these assumptions. Um, and it, it sucks. Um, but then we're with Dave, who's who is still texting, texting and driving yeah, with Jacinta in the car. What the shit? And he's taking her to the train station. And then she steals his phone and runs away when they're at a stoplight. And she's like, I want to ruin your life like you ruined mine. I'm texting Allie that we're getting back together and that you love me and blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm on nobody's side. No. Team nobody. Team nobody in this situation. Dave treated this girl really poorly, but also she she's is. Being, she's not handling it well. Cuckoo bananas. And also, Allie, why did you even take him back? I'm not on your side. Unclear. No. Um, anyway, then we're with, then we're at Model UN, and poor Drew was left to, like, be France by himself. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dave, like, skipped out. Drew being France is hilarious. <laughs> it's, like, my favorite bit in this entire episode. He just, like, will randomly pepper he's like, in French and accents, and I'm just, like, here for it. <laughs> And um, then Marisol proposes her, like, Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Coldplay benefit concert thing. And then she's talking about how, like, music is love. And Nellie's like, okay, I guess one yeah. for love as a solution. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which and is then, not the point, but okay. And then after they go through one suggestions, Allie's like, all right, so now we're going to take a break. I need to use the facilities. And then she's, like, flipping out because she doesn't know where Dave is. And... And then she gets all the fake, like, texts from Jacinta, but from Dave. But Allie is dumb for falling. And she's like, that. what's happening? Yeah, it's dumb. And then we're with back with Dave and Jacinta, and Dave is finally apologizing to her, like, 
by being like, oh, I didn't treat you very well. I'm sorry. And then Jacinta's like, you really love her, don't you? And he's like, yeah, give me my phone back. And then she turns around and runs into the road and gets hit by a fucking car. What the shits? It's crazy. This episode is ridiculous. I like screamed when it happened. I was like, are you kidding me? What the fuck is happening? Um, but then we're back with Adam and Claire and Adam tells her about what happened. And he's like, oh, broken LGBT, LGBT telephone. Always a fun game. And then Claire's like, yeah, but like they thought you were a boy. Like you're passing Adam. And it's like Claire with the silver lining, I guess. Um, yeah. And that's kind of nice. And he's happy about that. And he's like, oh, I need to talk to Tristan. Like, he's probably not doing so great with this right now. Um, but then we're with Marisol and Mo. And Marisol is admitting she likes Mo while still insulting him. She's yeah. like, first, I couldn't believe. Like, I would have never liked you because obviously. But I feel like I really, I realized I do like you anyway. And like, you obviously like me. La, 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 la. Yeah, Mo is like, um... <laughs> <laughs> and then Mo's like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't have a crush on you. What are you talking about? Like you're nice." And then she like runs away, and it's like, "I abstain. Bye, piecing out of Model UN." Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous conversation to have in the middle of Model UN. It's yeah, a very Marisol conversation to have, so it's bad. Yeah, but then we're back with Jacinta and Dave, and Jacinta's being like loaded up into an ambulance. Um, but she's not Dave dead. Dave has a blanket on. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why does Dave have a blanket? Unclear. Um, I feel like it's, it's like a calming thing. I think that's why they give the blankets away. I guess. So for shock. Because he did just watch the girl get hit by a car. Yeah. So I think it's a shock thing. Um, I'm not a doctor, though, so don't quote me on that. Um, but then, and he's like, what's happening? And that's kind of that scene. Yeah. And then Adam is talking to Tristan, and he talks about how, like, he's been through bad things, too, and then they realize that Owen is Tristan's brother, and Owen was the one who, like, slant, who ripped, who slant, who was bullying Adam. Yeah, he, like, helped Fitz throw him into a fucking door. Yeah. Um, and then... He's like, dating in high school isn't always the best route to happiness. And I love that they're bonding. And then yeah. Tristan's like, for the record, I didn't think you were gay. Tori has terrible gay daughter. And I'm Which like, oh, I hope hilarious. they become friends. I hope so, too. He's kind of like his LGBT like, navigating buddy. through high school mentor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know Adam's in the LGBT club, so I feel like he should like take Tristan under his wing a little bit. I want that for both of them. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Dave, who is very shaken, obviously, and then I'm glad that his dad is there, and he's just, like, talking to his dad, and he's very upset, and it's very, like, it's, yeah, bad. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. It's rough. It's just rough. But then we're with Mo and Marisol, and Mo comes in and is like, we won the Peace Prize, hey! And I'm like, all right, I guess they won that thing anyway. And then and he's like, you know, I I only didn't I only like didn't have a crush on you because I thought you were out of my league. And she's like, leagues are stupid. Yeah, which was really nice. I'm like, Marisol's growing. I know. And then they're kissing, and their weird song is playing in the background. I'm here for it, frankly. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't. I'm hate kind it. of into it. Is this the most I've ever liked Marisol? Kind of. Yeah. 
but only at the end for some reason. Yeah, she's shitty, like, up until right now. Pretty much. Um, and then we're with Dave. He, like, comes back to school, and Allie's like, I can't believe you, la, la, la. And then he tells her what happens. And I was like, oh, wait, fuck, dude. Dave can act because yeah. he does an amazing job with the scene. Dave scene. can act. He is crying. He's crying. He's shaking. It's like, I was like, Jesus. God damn. Yeah. Damn, Dave. And he's tells her about Jacinta and it's chilling and then the episode ends and yeah. he, she like hugs him and it's like fuck, fuck. Dave, Dave's messed up yeah obviously yeah yeah and then it ends that's the end of the episode what the fuck happened unclear spirit squad captain is Drew yeah Drew's the <laughs> only one that brought me joy this yeah. entire damn thing Say, oh no Adam oh yeah Adam. and Adam Drew and Adam yeah the Torres boys yeah okay um ship I guess Mo and Marisol just real dark A very horse. unlikely couple but like sure yeah here for it <laughs> um moral take other people's feelings into consideration yeah, it's good. With your decisions, that's I guess. Good. Sure. Sure. Maybe. Um, all right. Grapevine. So much. All right. Well, we have an email from Carly, my cousin, and the subject line is Power Squad BS and Other Thoughts. And it says, hey, queens, sorry it's been a while, but this season has been seriously lacking Power Squad storylines. And now that Marisol is in charge, ugh. Although I must say, as a captain, her character actually has some substance. You guys breezily skipped over Tori's tryout, so let me shed some light. <laughs> Unlike a couple seasons back when Mia was trying out, all they showed was Tori's tragic tumbling pass. Around off that, I've seen a six-year-old do better and then a forward roll. That looked way too difficult. No cheer, no dance routine, nothing. Granted, it was better than Hazel's toe touch in quotations. Never forget. And Manny's actual toe touch. I also find it hard to believe that only one spot opened up. Was Shantae the only senior? What about Jenna? Is she coming back? The baby is gone, so she's got some free time, and Lord knows I'd rather watch her cheer than sing another stupid song with her chipper voice. I digress. Underlying theme of the podcast. Uh, back to the storyline. That bitch was so late to her first practice that she missed like two eight counts of terrible choreography for me to mock. She deserved to be kicked off. I respect Marisol's decision. For how obsessed Tori is with becoming a cheerleader, and for completely superficial reasons, she really fucked that one up. But of course, Degrassi had to make it a positive storyline, so she got another chance. I really hope I'll get to see a little more of the limited two uniforms in action, if only for me to completely ridicule. That's all I got for Power Squad notes, but I did want to share a couple of other thoughts on the Dark Ages, I mean season 11. Zig is the absolute worst. He can shove his skateboard right up his ass. All ninth graders look so young, and they just seem so immature. But maybe I'm just getting old. I think they're actually, like, very age-appropriate. Like, they seem like they're 14-year-old dummies. They do. Um, I really can't stand Katie's voice. It just makes me cringe. She really does seem like a cat in human form. Why the fuck did they have graduation and start a new school year, plus introduce a fuck ton of new characters in the middle of the season? I don't get it. All right, this email got long. Sorry about that. Keep calm and Degrassi on, but seriously, so many goddamn episodes. Carly, thank you for your insight. <laughs> she texted me ahead of time, too. She was like, I think I need to send you guys an email about the Power Squad. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is weird that literally only one spot opened up on the team when it's like, how many seniors were on it before? I feel like Anya was a senior too when she graduated and she was on the team. I don't know. Unclear. Um, But we also have a review from FunAnt83. (laughs) And she... Which I feel like is my future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she says... Yes, I absolutely do not need to be shipped with anyone, but if I must, it's got to be Snake because I've had an illogical crush on him since I was like five. So I think Kelsey might have a ship ready to go. Yes, time to ship away. <laughs> My brain's a little broken right now because I am getting over an illness. Um, Okay. So you are... This is like... Snake is... A high school teacher, but he is not yet reunited. This is pre-mother and child reunion. Okay. He has not yet, like, reconnected with Spike. So this is, like, Snake in his, like, early 20s. Okay. Okay. So you are a... You are training to be a teacher, so you pick up some uh, TA jobs at the... High school near your college because you go to Toronto University. It's a middle school. It's a middle school. Sorry, (laughs) middle school um, near Toronto University because that is where you go to college or University of Toronto or whatever the fuck it's called. Who can remember? Not me. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so you're a TA. Cool. Good for you. And you start your first day at school and you're lost and you're like trying to find the teachers' lounge. And this very tall, handsome man <laughs> offers to help you out and introduces himself. And you're like, hi, sorry, I'm new. I just like don't know where I'm going. I'm a TA, university student, etc." And he's like, oh, no problem. I just graduated a couple years ago. Um, I'm Mr. Simpson, but you call me Snake. And you're like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Why? And he's like, I don't know, high school nickname. I don't know. And he's like kind of cute and awkward. And you're like, oh, I have a crush on this man. Okay, like pump the brakes. You just started working. Um, So you hang out in the teacher's lounge with Snake with the strange nickname. And you're like, okay, it's, you know, almost like time for the ballet. I should get to my class. And then it turns out you're the TA for his class. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are the (laughs) fucking odds? And you guys kind of, like, form this, like, cute relationship. And uh, you have to keep it on the DL. And then you end up getting a job at a different school. But you guys, like, keep in touch as, like, cute pen pals. (laughs) come on, Snake and Spike OTP. Yeah. (laughs) So we shipped you, but we didn't give you a happily ever after. No, they didn't happily ever after. She meets someone great in, like, Ontario. Okay. Or Vancouver. I mean, they're in Ontario. Okay, in Vancouver. <laughs> That's so far away. She moved all the way over to Vancouver. Yeah, it's, the weather's better there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you become, like, a tutor for, like, child actors on, like, Supernatural. I don't know. That shoots in Vancouver, right? I don't know. <laughs> it does. Um. All right, great. <laughs> So we shipped you with both a 20-something snake and some guy in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Live your best life. All right. Um, That is all the grapevine that we have for today. If you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. 
You can email us at whatevertakespodcast at gmail.com or on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you'll get your very own fan fiction like <laughs> Fun Aunt 83 did today. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with the Z at the M. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? Um, the new BTS album came out. Uh, it's called Love Yourself Tear. I highly recommend it. I really like it. That's what I'm recommending. I'm, I'm in an army now. Okay. <laughs> um, when I was cat sitting for Holland, I watched the first like five episodes of Barry on HBO. Oh yeah. I need to go back and watch it's that. It's real fun. I hear it's really good. It's really fun. I liked it a lot. All right. That is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.